So hey guys, today we have Anand Ramesh from London joining us in the podcast and uh, we will be asking some a different set of questions to him. So I guess it will be an informative session. So let's start our session. Hi Anand, how are you? Hello Manoj, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on the show. This is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, like I know you and I know what you do. So for my audience, like I have a general question. That is my first question. Who are you and what do you do? <laughs> well, you already said my name. So I am Anand Ramesh. Hello. Uh, I, I wear a lot of hats actually. It's very hard to put a pin on what I am. My employ- I am uh, an animation VFX and uh, film educator and I'm presently a VFX trainer in DNEG London. Apart from this, I do a lot of uh, online teaching and online mentoring as well. I am a tutor for platforms like uh, Pluralsight, Udemy and so on. And uh, I do uh, online mentoring on, uh, on platforms like uh, Access VFX, on Seagraph Student Services. I am uh, an alumni mentor or a math mentor as they call it for the of the University of uh, Texas at Arlington where I, I did my PG. So I am a mentor for their uh, current students as well. Apart from this I do a, a fair bit of uh, script doctoring for films, I do uh, subtitling for short films. Uh, and I and I'm presently work. I'm also presently working on uh, my sci-fi novel as well. Super. So, so yeah, I juggle uh, quite a bit of things. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> uh, I have one. I mean, so much relevant question. Like because of mm-hmm. COVID, and uh, as you are an educator, every education mm-hmm. related to visual effects and animation moving into online. You know, right? So, mm-hmm. do you think this works? And according to you, what's the proper way or syllabus uh, for both animation and visual effects? See, if you ask me if it works, I'll say yes and no, because it works to a certain extent. I won't say it works completely, but it works to a certain extent because there are a few analog skills that come with animation VFX education, like uh, sculpture or camera handling and so on, which you cannot teach virtually. You cannot teach these online and moreover we work in an industry or we belong to an industry that is heavily reliant on teamwork it is not a one-man show so you miss that team play or that teamwork element when you go online with these classes you you cannot expect a huge level of teamwork or that level of camaraderie in that teamwork when it all goes online but one more factor that we will have to consider here is that people do not come to art school or film school just for the lecturing it's not only for the knowledge they also come to these schools for easy access to equipment which they will not have otherwise because it is not purely feasible for anybody who is aspiring to get into this industry to have uh, equipment like uh, say uh, a big uh, workstation with a high-end graphic card or a camera with a multitude of lenses. I mean mean, today you can make an argument that 
you can shoot with an iphone you can shoot with a dslr even your smartphone can make films but you need to understand especially when it comes to a discipline like vfx you need a deeper understanding of cameras different kinds of lenses because a cine lens works very different to a dslr lens you will not have to understand how a zoom lens reacts versus a prime lens you will have to understand uh, how lens distortion happens uh, with spherical lenses with different focal lengths how will the lens distortion change how chromatic aberration works in uh, those big cine lenses all these can be understood only by handling the equipment first hand for for these kinds of things definitely you will require the classroom presence or the physical presence where you get the touch and feel of all the equipment right but on the other hand your you also belong to an industry which has a lot of digital skills these skills can definitely be taught online i mean you you don't really need to sit in a classroom to learn illustration which which you can do in any computer that can handle photoshop or any simple drawing tool even something like a, a, a autodesk sketchbook so so there are lightweight tools that can help you there are there are skills like uh, your 3d skills and your software skills that you can teach online because it will boil down to a simple issue of screen sharing and then looking at uh, the students work and giving them feedback it is not going to be accomplished in the same time frame as you would in a normal classroom setting it will probably take at least one and a half or two even twice the time as a regular classroom setting when you do it online but you can kind of circumvent all those and you can do a fair portion of it online but if you ask me we'll have to work a hybrid where we work on both an online scenario and a physical present scenario where people can get the intention of the art school or a film school right yeah. <laughs> got it <laughs> like this is really new like i never thought this way i am a person always believes like everything should go online but i never thought in this way like if if i need to access something physically i can't invest like all these things in all these things exactly that that is why we have the institution concept because i i remember when i used to study in uh, vancouver we had a whole, whole equipment room where we could uh, go in and we could check out equipment even at that point even a simple wacom tablet was something that was unaffordable by students so everything from wacom tablets to uh, video cameras for shooting reference to you know green screens all those could could be just rented out from our school equipment room you we go do our shoot come back return the equipment and that's it done <laughs> got it got it so like i have one more doubt regarding the education like uh, when i was studying visual effects and animation uh i took a course from like uh the starting of the course i was learning graphic designing and then yeah. i moved into editing then i moved into uh, 2d animation and all those things so uh, according yeah. to you like you you think like graphic designing is really necessary to excel a career in digital compositing 
See, I I will rephrase your question in a certain way. When you were doing high school, did you think you will ever use trigonometry in your future? No. <laughs> but 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 just th- think back. Today, if you are doing an aim constraint on a camera, that aim constraint is trigonometry. <laughs> like if you are doing so, something using expressions and all, I exactly. yeah, I still misses my. learning from my <laughs> <laughs> so i i will say no knowledge ever goes to waste you will come back and use it at some point or the other here especially when you talk about graphic design knowledge think about think about it this way in vfx especially in vfx i am saying the three main pillars of vfx today are perspective lights and colors yeah get these three right and you can sell a shot and where does this color theory come from this is from graphic design color theory is a graphic design principle your your perspective and balance are graphic design principles and even in a big budget vfx film even you t- you take a film like star wars or uh, any uh, any avengers or any huge film there are shots which are entirely cg and when it comes to ent- shots that are even entirely cg you are looking at core graphic design principles in composing that shot so def- definitely you definitely have use for all that whether it is graphic design or editing i mean today today freshers who are just entering into an institution like this and uh, asking the same question am i going to use editing when i go to a vfx studio are probably not aware that every big vfx studio has an editorial department <laughs> we have a huge department for vfx editorial we have a feature animation editorial every single big studio has its own editorial department absolutely absolutely that's see the purpose of education is not getting you a job it is getting you life skills <laughs> yes yeah it's a, like it's a, it's a misunderstanding actually like in india most of the institutes uh have courses like they will cover up completely from graphic designing to visual effects including animation all and all those 3d but uh every one wants job after this course so no so i just want to add to what you were saying yeah. no all these uh, curricula are also designed keeping in mind that these are fundamental skills that are going to be used in all areas of animation vfx yeah plus you also have to look at the other side of it you have some skill to fall back on Hmm. <laughs> Especially if you are going to branch out and if you want to go out and start freelancing for instance. Mhm. You cannot expect an animation job or a compositing job every time when you are a freelancer. For, for yeah. Sometimes sometimes for your immediate requirement 
you might have to end up doing a, a graphic designer stuff. of course yeah <laughs> that's the harsh reality of the day <laughs> <laughs> got it so like uh, now there are a lot of trending topics in internet regarding the virtual filmmaking and cloud rendering and also uh, as like i don't have much idea about these things you must have a lot of knowledge about uh, virtual filmmaking and cloud rendering at least because you have to share that with your students and all <laughs> so or uh, the yeah. trainees for you so what's your view about mm-hmm. the new tech trends like uh, virtual filmmaking and cloud rendering i'm really curious to know in fact we just did a wonderful test on uh, virtual filmmaking wow, a wow, couple wow. of weeks ago awesome <laughs> virtual filmmaking is something that is long pending i would say because imagine when you talk about uh, filmmakers you still have a lot of filmmakers around the globe who are not that tech savvy when it comes to utilizing the latest technology so wh- when you plan a shoot with them when you have a, a shoot with a green screen or a blue screen and you say and you see, show a proof of concept or a preview and say this is how your shot is going to look at the end a lot of them will not have a very clear picture of how the final image is going to be today with virtual production with virtual filmmaking and all that you are bringing that gamut closer you are you are closing that wall and that distance between uh, the vision of the filmmaker and the technology so you you take a show like uh, mandalorian for instance that canvas is huge the the imagination of that team of directors at uh, ilm and lucasfilm it's huge and using real time filmmaking technology and virtual production techniques they were able to very clearly achieve that standard because you now you don't have to wait for a lot of compositing in the last step you have a feel on the monitor right there you can finish the shoot you can come back and see on the monitor how the final image is going to be so today it is a one time investment and you are using technology like game engines for this so today if i want to do some set dressing in post because another important thing that we are uh, forced to acknowledge here is that not a lot of the directors actually spend time in the post production room sitting and correcting the shots right they don't they have to wait for a final version that goes to the director's approval and then say hey maybe wh- how will it be if i add another rock here then we will have to go through the entire process one more time whereas there if you have a, a ready made set of assets you are seeing the shot live on your monitor in real time the director can say hey can we have one more rock there all you have to do is drag and drop the truck and it's right there on location on your screen so this this makes the scope of filmmaking much broader 
this gives a wider canvas for the filmmaker and today a director like john farrow is able to do virtual scouting or loca- virtual location scouting for films like lion king today he is able to wear a, a vr headset and look around the space and say okay this is where i want the shot to be so this kind of technology is giving you a greater uh, what do you call it i i can call it flexibility i can call it ease of access that way there is no back and forth here you can decide on the fly and and same thing with cloud renderings and this i'm going to even tie tie it back to what we were talking before take the current uh, covid scenario today your cloud rendering you you are able to store 1 gig of data on the cloud for as low as 20 cents per day 20 cents per day is the google cloud rate for rendered images and you have i mean you have support for all the uh leading or most commonly used software on cloud platform whether it is maya or max or cinema 4d or blender and whatever be your render engine whether it's arnold or renderman or redshift or vray or whatever your render engine is whatever your software whatever your major tool is you you are able to just at a click of a button do the complex rendering see scene assembly can be done inside that single computer but if i had to invest in a render farm or if i have to wait for all the renders to come out from a single machine it's going to be it's going to be a colossal waste of time see today uh, i remember uh, Uh, a pixar session that happened a couple of years ago where they were talking about uh, render times and what they were saying is more slow is holding good in the sense that with advances in technology your total render time or the total output time is not going to change a lot because there is going to be greater utility for that technology so even today a pixar film if rendered on a single computer is going to go as high as 7 8 hours per frame per frame not not per shot per frame so imagine for a 90 minute feature how long it's going to take and now it is going to be a simple case of uploading your scene file and all your textures to the cloud specify in your frame range and the camera say hit render and when the render is done they are going to send you an email saying hey your files are ready you are going to download the files from an ftp server that's it done so in the meantime you can concentrate on working on another shot yeah we don't have to invest much things in render farm and all those things absolutely yeah, you don't have, studios don't have to physically invest in render farms now yeah. and this makes life easy for independent artists as well mm-hmm. yeah of course of course independent artists are the ones benefiting heavily out of this yeah and you go to conferences like seagraph mm-hmm. the representatives of these render farm companies are right there giving you coupons for 100 dollars 200 dollars saying come on try out for render farm yeah 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 i i have 
I, I know students who have completed their entire final final year project film with just these complimentary credits from random farms. Yeah. But it's not like people in India are not aware of these things I guess. At least no even even in India people have been using random farms. Films like Bahubali and 2.0 they have been using random farms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just that we need to bring that into more common practice hmm yeah into the pipeline of companies they should definitely feature in the pipeline and one more thing which they don't understand is that by factoring in a renter farm your mm-hmm. rendering cost is going to be reduced yeah which means your budget can be used in other things yeah got it got it this this is going to help producers also yeah cool you you think like virtual film making and all kills this compositing jobs and all oh no it can it cannot okay like we See, have final render images from this uh, uh film making but uh-huh. uh, like at least it will cut down some jobs i guess what do you think it will not it will not cut down jobs see at the end of the day even when you want a final composed look to mm-hmm. be back projected on those led walls mm-hmm. you still need the lighting artist you still need the modeler you still need the compositor mm. to fine tune that look that goes on to the screen yeah there will be like uh, if we use this uh, led screens and all uh, mm. there will be chances of reflections and all right no you have a lot of a- anti reflection stuff and okay honestly led screens don't give you much reflection okay i have never seen that physically so all only the thing which i have read some articles regarding that so i want to know more about that's why i asked i was having this doubt like there might in, be reflections in, so in, then i will say a very good place to go and check it out is on the epic games website on uh, the unreal engine uh, oh. webinars and blogs that yeah. they have they are doing lot nowadays they ha- they are doing a lot and they have a whole virtual production toolkit guidebook which you can download for free from the epic games website cool. so cool. you can cool. download that book for free and there they give you a good rundown of everything they give you a beautiful guide on what technology is being used how to optimize your screens they have a lot of detail there and they also conduct a lot of uh, uh, webinars regularly to talk about uh, virtual production they have uh, they even have a ho- a facebook group for virtual production where you can go get all your queries clarified you have a lot of very helpful artists there who will clear all your que- queries the, it's a it's a beautifully supportive community yeah got it got it because i was i i subscribe on real engine youtube channel and i will mm-hmm. get a lot of updates daily a lot of long videos yeah. they are doing a lot of work yeah mm. but I I'm not able to think like how they are giving it for free. See their logic at least the way they put it is they they want to give it to the community because even if you look at the revenue model of a uh, uh, Unreal Engine hmm it you start paying them a, a share only after each title crosses hmm. a million dollar revenue mark. Hmm. yeah 
in fact if you, if you go and read the faqs they have even asked that question mm-hmm. boss i have two projects each of them has score has gotten 600000 600000 dollars uh-huh. my total revenue is over 1 million uh-huh. should i pay you a share uh-huh. no <laughs> Cool. After each title crosses one million, after each title crosses one million dollars in revenue, mm-hmm. you give me a share of the sales in that title alone. Good, good, good. Like Blender also doing the same kind of thing, I think. The, these guys are doing a lot of amazing work for the community. Yeah, This is course. something we should definitely appreciate. Yeah, I mean, I'm st- I started learning Blender and I couldn't believe like. after seeing the output coming from blender it's somewhat oh, like, yeah. um, more better than maya i guess like i don't know much about maya but it's quite competitive definitely it is definitely competitive see at the end of the day you are not going to go to a movie theater uh, sit in sit in a chair look at the screen and wonder this scene was done in maya <laughs> this scene is done in 3ds max this was done in modo yeah <laughs> you don't you you cannot say this was composited in after effects that was in fusion this was in nuke yeah got it <laughs> end of the day it is the output that matters hmm today photorealism and physically based rendering is a part and parcel of almost every major render engine hmm yeah got it. if anyone decided to learn a software Is there any mm-hmm. easy way to get an educational license? Like, what is the proper way for getting such a license in general? Like, I I will get a lot of comments and like lot of uh-huh. questions asking like where should I uh, go and download this software <laughs> and all this type of mm-hmm. questions. So, I always tell like you can opt for an educational license. So absolutely, you, like most people don't know where where they can get yeah. this educational license. So, can you share some insights on that? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. See, Autodesk has its own educational licensing system. You mm-hmm. have to go apply on the Autodesk website and mm-hmm. register yourself as a student, and they give you a three-year license. Oh. Foundry has the new non-commercial version, mm-hmm. which yeah. has a few restrictions. But yeah. if your purpose is only learning, yeah. a non-commercial version is more than enough for you. Cool. Yep. I mean, you have restrictions like you cannot render more uh, bigger than uh, full HD. Yeah. That is 1080p. You cannot have more than uh, 10 Python nodes. Mm-hmm. You have a few restrictions like that. Yeah. You cannot export uh, uh, geometry out of it. Got it. There, there are there are a few restrictions, but yeah. f- for non-commercial, that's yeah. fine. Just to learn, that's fine. You are learning. <laughs> Similarly. So Houdini, they have the Houdini apprentice license, which mm-hmm. is completely free. Oh, cool! And you have uh, even for uh, Adobe, they have. If you go to the Adobe India website, they mm-hmm. have a student and teacher pricing. If I am not wrong, the last I checked, it was close to about fifteen thousand rupees for all the Adobe software, the complete Creative Cloud. Okay, that's per year. Fifteen thousand rupees. Fifteen thousand rupees per mm-hmm. user per year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But compared to the commercial price of the software, this is wonderful. Yeah, got it. Like, and of, yeah. of course, apart from this, you also have all the legally free open source software. Hmm. You have Blender, you have Gimp, you have Inkscape, you have a, a wonderful uh, uh, tool called Storyboarder, which okay. I highly recommend to a lot 
to anybody who wants to get into storyboarding mm-hmm. you have black magic resolve you have fusion which has a free version yeah you have natron which is uh, almost a ne- uh, similar interface to nuke yeah even even come you know even uh, software which is used in uh, big studios like ilm and dnet like claris hmm claris you go to the isotropics website they have a personal learning edition hmm so there are pr- perfectly legal straightforward ways just through the software vendors website to get education license yeah also you can get the support from their community also yeah and and in fact uh, in the case of uh, foundry for instance if you are registered as a student you get uh, a one year free education collective that includes your uh, nuke modo mari katana everything oh cool awesome you have to register with your proper uh, school school email id and mm-hmm. uh, you have to provide the student id card as uh, a proof of registration that you are mm-hmm. currently enrolled in the school mm-hmm. great great insights and all the websites also have a lot of information on how to get this hmm people don't want to spend time on this i guess <laughs> <laughs> they want the full versions <laughs> for just learning i mean full full versions i i again to, tomorrow a recruiter is not going to look at your real and see an arnold watermark on your uh, mm. render and judge you for it yeah never it going to happen they know you are students in fact i'll tell you something if you say you rendered it through the student version of maya with the student version of the arnold render mm-hmm. that will actually get you brownie points in my book yeah that means you did that means you did things the right way you did not go about pirating a software and doing something illegal <laughs> got it you are doing things the right way and i'll appreciate you for yeah, it yeah beautiful <laughs> <laughs> plus points <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah so like i have one more question like regarding your teaching yeah. so i have seen yeah. your courses and all in udemy so what's uh-huh. your experience of teaching in udemy udemy was a fun experience i started off first in uh, uh plural site when back when it was digital tutors yeah long back uh, yeah i started there in uh, 2013 okay so i published uh, courses there and then in 2016 i started publishing for udemy mm-hmm. it is again this was just a, a case of sharing knowledge yeah i know something might as well share it with people mm. it is the same thing what we are doing here in this uh, interview here yeah podcast yeah I, i know something and i am ready to share it with people that's yeah. all <laughs> so it was with the same intention that i started teaching whether it was plural site or udemy or any of these mentoring platforms that i am a part of today mm. see today i i am i will declare out right now mm-hmm. if you if you any of you guys who was listening to this want any tips and tricks or If you just want an additional pair of eyes to look at your work, give your feedback, hit me up. I'm always ready. Yeah, we'll Good. add that in your in the description of this video so people absolutely, can reach you. Absolutely, absolutely. Please, yeah. I'm more than happy to. <laughs> you have audience like uh, a rush of audience in Udemy. You can say that I have about uh, about three hundred, four hundred students in Udemy because 
again i put it out there i want call myself a genius in marketing it yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i just want to know like, like people are interested in udemy learning from udemy and uh-huh. not i was eager to know. i i i i am not the greatest in marketing it yeah. but my courses are right there i don't i don't think they are uh, incredibly overpriced or anything either i think of the highest not. price for my any of my courses is only about 25 dollars or something <laughs> that is that is probably the discounted pri- <laughs> the price of other courses you will get after discount but that is the flat out rate for my courses i i i i would happily give these away for free also <laughs> it is just that the joker taught me one thing if you are good at something don't do it for free free of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah just time. just so it is not taken for granted i put a price tag on it that's it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that people can value that also yeah absolutely yeah so according to you like which is the best animation or visual effects um, like which is best animation or visual effects for finding job easily and is there any websites you follow to know about the open positions in animation and visual effects see this this is like matchmaking <laughs> a job hunt is actually matchmaking yeah now people are mostly like uh, the trending topic is like visual effects don't have much projects and also future is completely cg some kind of that controversial things is going I, on i i will not say future is completely cg but in the immediate future or i won't even say immediate future things are changing i'll say in the current scenario <laughs> yeah. today probably Tomorrow. animation will give you more jobs than vfx mm-hmm. because of the delay happening in resuming shoots yeah that's all <laughs> once the shoots are back online once people go back onto the location and start shooting film mm-hmm. vfx is going to get back on track again yeah nothing is going to change it <laughs> right yeah so it is absolutely a matchmaking process today i have a few requirements as a studio you have those skills as an artist hmm. so you come work for me so today if uh, a studio has a project that that requires a 100 roto artists hmm. roto artists are going to be in high demand hmm similarly tomorrow if the studio starts a feature animation project and in the, the beginning of a project modelers are going to be in greater demand yeah as the project progresses once the modeling phase is done and now when it moves into the animation phase now animators are going to be in greater demand if you are looking at uh, something like an episodic system some a studio where they do a series animation or television animation for instance there you will have a lot of demand for all the disciplines keeping going they'll just keep flowing in so there's no real answer to whether animation or vfx is better for getting a job you get you have good skills you will get a job but that doesn't at any point say you should stop updating yourself you should keep updating yourself constantly and i mean if you are a specialist in animation i mean today the word specialist doesn't really hold any value <laughs> let's say your strong point is animation mm. doesn't hurt to learn a bit of rigging doesn't hurt to learn a bit of effects uh. 
if you are strong in modeling doesn't hurt to learn some texturing yeah yeah doesn't hurt to learn some rigging again got it got it so if you like uh, lighting learn some compositing with it yeah if you like compositing get a feel for roto prep also yeah it helps it definitely helps today especially with uh, things going majorly virtual mm. boutique studios are going to be getting a lot of jobs mm. and boutique studios will prefer generalists over specialists of course and the question of uh, animation versus vfx is not going to exist do you think uh, a godzilla or an optimus prime can come to life without an animator <laughs> the entire animation pipeline exists in the vfx studio also yeah of course got it the That's only yeah. the only difference if at all you look at it is the involvement of a live plate yeah and the final compositing where you have to match the cg plate to the live plate mm so apart from that whether it is animation or vfx jobs are going to continue to exist even today if the shoots are not happening today mm-hmm. how do you think uh, a channel like uh, netflix or amazon is mm. able to churn out content so regularly yeah there are people working for those kinds of shows also yeah it's still happening absolutely as in, as in other industry like it's all about demand and supply we could tell like that yeah yeah any day any industry boils down to demand and supply supply yeah <laughs> like <laughs> i i know some of my friends who are like working as a digital compositor but they do 3d kind of works i mean i used to see their works in linkedin and all and it looks so yeah, amazing yeah. so they are just uh, like they are learning all these things so it's better to be like multi skilled absolutely see let me give you example from my own experience mm-hmm. when i studied in uh, when i studied animation in vancouver mm-hmm. my specialization was animation mm-hmm. i was a rigger and animator i was a decent rigger and a decent animator okay then i got into stereo 3d mm-hmm. then i got in then i got into compositing mm-hmm. then i got into lighting then i got into modeling so then i then i started fiddling around with uh, uh, real time editing game engines mm-hmm. today i i can confidently say there has been a point now before moving to dneg i was uh, the head of the animation department uh, for a college in uh, sri lanka yeah so they were delivering uh, the curriculum of a british university in sri lanka i have actually taught every single subject in all the 3 years so at some point or the other whether it is a, a tool or a technique or a discipline it's it's very good to keep updating yourself so today i can comfortably talk modeling terminology and compositing terminology that definitely helps in the long run got it got it beautiful well when it comes to finding jobs there are a lot of job sites like 
uh, you st- start with the easiest and most accessible linkedin mm. Mm. linkedin gives you a lot of openings mm, yeah then then you have specialist websites like uh, creative heads or animated jobs mm-hmm. where you get only jobs related to animation vfx and game design mm-hmm. yeah so it is a free subscription every week they will send you a job alert oh cool you you will know what's happening there cool so apart from that even if you dig deeper in your regular uh, Uh, job sales in india even something like a nokri.com gives you a lot of animation mm-hmm. jobs you yeah. probably if you try it you'll know mm-hmm. and if you are looking for jobs abroad you have uh, websites like indeed uh, recruit.net yeah and of course you can also uh, use uh, glassdoor that's a beautiful resource mm-hmm. to get an idea of the kind of pay you get in different yeah. jobs and what kind of jobs are there in different studios got it and definitely keep a tab on all the studios that you want to work for mm. <clears throat> because the first place any studio is going to advertise for a job is its own website mm. yeah so keep a tab on all the major studio websites especially their career portals mm they'll keep giving you openings frequently regularly yeah so those are the bad basic things that you will need in a job hunt yeah and of course when you're when you're using linkedin or any social network for that matter yeah. before you start applying for a job maintain your social media profile is neat <laughs> yeah you don't want something that you don't want your employers to see yeah any unwanted stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> like people some people treats linkedin like facebook so oh yeah that's, no. that's little <laughs> weird right yeah <laughs> so i mean we yeah. we have heard stories where people were fired because of tweets they made so many years ago <laughs> <laughs> i'm not naming anyone but we know yeah Uh, which yes. are some of the movies and books you would like to suggest to my audience some general when it advice. comes to when it comes to movies make no exception watch yeah. everything <laughs> there is absolutely no hard or fast rule on what to watch yeah watch everything right from the silent films to what is being what is out in uh, an ott platform today mm. watch everything and don't restrict yourself to movies watch a lot of series also mm yeah a lot of episodic stuff is doing some amazing mm-hmm. animation yeah. vfx yeah game of thrones example yeah i mean game of thrones watchmen yeah chernobyl mm. uh, uh mandalorian uh, you have a lot of amazing episodic content also coming out and you you always learn something or the other from everything whatever you see you may think it is uh, non technical and you may not have anything you look you look back to the old masters you watch a hitchcock movie there's not there's no animation or vfx there but take for instance a movie like uh, rope by alfred hitchcock 
the entire movie gives you an impression that it was done in one shot a single shot this was this is a very old movie i'm i'm guessing probably uh, uh, 50s i'm guessing long long back it is one of the old black and white uh, classics of hitchcock but and and remember that was at a time when you are shooting on film so the film roll will end and you will have to necessarily stop the camera take the old roll out feed the new roll and continue the shoot but that editing is so seamless that you don't notice the cut anywhere things like that you you look at uh, uh, films by uh, the japanese filmmaker ozu all his films you only have a single focal length the camera pointing up this is the focal length for 95% of his shots and this is the angle it won't change at all but the storytelling in that is so immaculate and even why movies you even go back look at uh, the paintings from the old masters there is so much to see in that look study film movements like uh, i'll say like uh, film noir or uh, uh, the french new wave neo realism look at films from all these eras and you can see how the socio political scenario of that time resulted in the movie making of that style so you take a film noir movie like uh, let's say the maltese falcon or double indemnity okay. these are movies that that are at least uh, 50 years old more than 50 years old so in movies like this in fact even for these are movies from the 40s early 50s Yeah. 70 years old mm. you can learn lighting techniques from these movies of course there is something to learn out of everything everything today if you take a film like toy story 4 for instance they have used a technique called the split diopter lens you guys can go google what that is that is a very analog film technique Oh. where you cheat depth of field by having a split down the middle and having two different areas in focus yeah it is not deep focus photography but the seam between the two lens partitions can be seen so things like this you learn by observing films yeah got it if you if you look at that shot of uh, uh, woody and forky walking down the road mm-hmm. you can see the camera just fall following them as they keep talking yeah. on the road mm-hmm. if you take a parallel of that you can see that technique followed in woody allen's films mm. you take films like manhattan you would see four people talking and and you will see the camera moving as it follows their conversation mm. so these are i mean there are things that can be learned from every single film so definitely see all films anything you can get your hands on any language <laughs> thankfully today you have something called subtitles <laughs> yeah got it and when it comes to books again do not skimp on your reading habit mm. reading is a wonderful wonderful habit that 
I am so sad to see dying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have a uh, amazing books that can give you a lot of insight into the industry, into the techniques. Mm. Uh you have a uh, Or books like uh, animator survival kit mm. you have uh, acting for animators by red books mm-hmm. you have uh, harold bitaker's timing for animation and you have uh, uh, frank and ollie's uh, illusion of life mm-hmm. you have eric goldberg's uh, character animation crash course mm-hmm. you have uh, books like uh, drawn to life or drawing on the right side of the brain yeah and uh, if you're looking at uh, production design you have books like uh, dream worlds Mm-hmm. or uh, you have uh, uh cinematic motion shot by shot and for even for just for fx you have books like uh, elemental magic oh and if you look at uh, storytelling and storyboarding side of things you have books like prepare to board you have uh, uh, directing the story you have visual, the visual story you have uh, five seasons cinematography and you have uh, you have all these art of books that are published by all the studios as a companion to their films yeah like the art of my story art of how to train your dragon art of madagascar you have all these art of books yeah and you have uh, a wonderful book called uh, stop staring which is extremely helpful for facial animation mm-hmm. and when it comes to visual effects you have uh, ron brinkman's book art and science of digital compositing you have uh, jeffrey okun on rather the bs handbook of uh, visual effects yeah. you have steve writes uh, digital, uh, yeah. digital compositing for film and video yeah. you have jeremy burns uh, digital lighting and rendering mm-hmm. you have a uh, lighting for animation which is uh, written by uh, uh, jasmine and michael uh, to senior lighting artists of blue sky studios nice you have even for things like uh, stop motion you have uh, uh, books like stop motion uh, handbook uh, stop motion filmmaking uh, you have uh, camera tracking books uh, like the invisible art of camera tracking wow you have lots of books that you can get your hands on yeah and of course it's also good to learn a lot of uh, animation history like books like uh, world history of animation for instance mm. or books on miyazaki and studio ghibli yeah. yeah i mean books are an amazing resource yeah like i have i mean <laughs> i just forgot all these names because there were a lot uh, but uh, I, 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 will, i can send you a list no yeah, worries i will add all that in the description I, so i will definitely like, uh, send you a list yeah, like not <laughs> Uh, in olden times like when i was studying and all i was not mm-hmm. uh, having this resource known as internet before me to get all these things in my hand now I we know. have internet i know same here <laughs> yeah so everyone have access to all of these books and all these resources so i i, I remember back in the day we used to go to this seagraph uh, conferences mm-hmm. and the seagraph conference used to have its own bookstore oh and there I know I have spent hundreds of dollars just getting books. <laughs> That's you you go for, you go from you go to a conference in uh, Tokyo or Hong Kong or anywhere. I have a budget only for buying books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you share some experiences of your SIGGRAPH visits and all? Well, yeah, I have I have been consistently 
attending uh, CGRAF conferences since uh, 2011. Only mm -hmm. 2019 I was not able to go. All the mm -hmm. other years uh, I made it a point to attend. Yeah. The, these conferences, uh, I mean, I attend uh, CGRAF though I would also like to attend a lot of other conferences. There are lots of conferences that bring you closer especially for the sake for networking you get to meet a lot of people you get to interact with a lot of industry veterans you get to see a good knowledge exchange you get to you know have a good peer network in fact uh, i mean i had a pure uh, a uh, 45 minute one on one chat with richard hoover the vfx supervisor of uh, blade runner 2049 cool one on one just like i'm chatting with you now mm -hmm. across a table it was just me and him sitting and talking for 45 minutes nice similarly uh, um, i had a same chance with uh, mr matt aitken vfx supervisor of uh, uh, avengers end game nice nice Sim same thing across the table one on one is it for dinner and talking to people like that is it for dinner or you personally no no personally personally okay, okay cool these were also you not know, discussing uh, industry trends or discussing how there could be an industry academia collaboration mm -hmm. in fact after that uh, discussion with uh, richard hoover he gave uh, a nice uh, uh, a two hour uh, a skype talk to my students in sri lanka nice cool so imagine where this is the kind of networking i'm talking about yeah it's all about networking it's all about networking today it is not only about what you know it is also about who you know yeah <laughs> networking is Obviously. a key aspect in this industry yeah <laughs> because because otherwise you do not get a chance to you know or sit adjacent to an oscar winning director and mm. talk about his film mm. right uh, probably if uh, uh, i mean there is this whole facebook album i have which has just my this fanboy moments with those people <laughs> standing and talking to the people like the producer of lord of the rings the producer of lord of the rings or the director of kung fu panda yeah Imagine just one on one standing and talking to them for half an hour, forty-five minutes. Nobody to disturb you. <laughs> Got it. And and even not just uh, supervisors and directors like this. Even people. I mean, I don't know how many of you have heard of this gentleman called uh, Josh Tam. Mm -hmm. He's. I mean, he almost single-handedly developed a lot of the simulation systems we use in Maya today. Oh, great! Uh, and with that kind of a genius scientist having a platform like this, talking one-on-one, -on -one, mm. and we were talking about things like prime numbers and linguistics and whatnot. Cool. So <laughs> that is the kind of thing because people like this, they they are also keen on sharing their knowledge. Yeah. you go talk to them you'll be surprised at how ready they are to talk to you yeah the same feeling i am having now like i'm speaking with you the same <laughs> feeling i am having because i'm Come getting a lot of insights from you 
come on again this is again me sharing my knowledge yeah. my experience that's I all sense yeah understand see i i i very firmly believe that my knowledge is not going to get depleted because i share it with someone mm-hmm. by means of this exchange i may get to i may pick up a few pointers from you now yeah got it by sharing knowledge all you get is more knowledge mm. so people are ready to share knowledge even on linkedin if you you, you connect to uh, some top uh, supervisor or a td or a team lead uh, mm. in a big studio you send them your work you ask them for feedback they'll yeah, give you yeah that's the thing so attending these conferences is more for the networking mm. Not See, I met I met people like uh, Patrick Lynn, who is director of photography in uh, Pixar Animation Studios. He is the DOP of Toy Story 4, Ratatouille, mm-hmm. uh, Up, and all these amazing yeah. and all these movies. Some awesome uh, movies, yeah. To 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 today, I maintain a very good friendship with him uh, to a point where I just I just feel like venting or ranting something. I pick up. Uh, I just pick up my Facebook Messenger, I message him, and uh-huh. he replies. We get to chatting. <laughs> Similarly, Ed Hooks, the author of Acting for Animation, mm-hmm. amazingly down to earth, extremely jovial person. Yeah. I mean, a couple of uh, I think last week uh, Asifa India had a, a webinar with him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many of you, how many people got to see it, but. Mm-hmm. if i am not wrong uh, the replay video is still available on their facebook page you can go check it out you you can see the kind of enthusiasm he has when he is interacting with people cool so attending conferences it is again through a seagraf conference that i got to meet him yeah back in uh, 2008 that 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 network that friendship it's it's continuing it's it's a beautiful it's a thing, beautiful thing mm-hmm. to have got it got it <laughs> like like mo- most of the people nowadays using linkedin a lot to share their works mm-hmm. to get reviews uh, to their works and also we yeah. yeah i'm really happy to see that definitely linkedin is an amazing resource use it properly use it wisely yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay so don't turn linkedin to facebook yeah <laughs> so yeah. which which are some of the youtube channels you follows related to vfx and animation i follow lot of channels mm-hmm. to a point where my phone doesn't stop beeping saying hey you have a new video here you have a new video here <laughs> <laughs> see to to begin with uh-huh. you know most of your uh, tool vendors like your autodesk foundry sidefx isotropics mm-hmm. unreal engine unity mm-hmm. all, all these uh, people all these companies have their youtube channels oh, where they constantly uh, publish uh, either webinars or workflows or tutorials or new features co- uh, coming up in the new release mm-hmm. yeah that is the easiest way to stay up to date with what is happening got it plus follow all the top studios No studios like Dneg, MPC, ILM, Method, yeah. Mill, Pixar, yeah. Disney, Blue Sky, DreamWorks. They publish a lot of content regularly as well, like breakdowns and all. They publish their breakdowns. They publish uh, making of stories. Mm-hmm. They do 
or the storyboard and mm. uh, uh, final film side by sides yeah. they do script to screen yeah they do a lot of stuff mm. and similarly just like you follow top studios and the software companies follow top schools also got it because tomorrow as a fresher when you are going into the industry you have to know what your competition is like <laughs> So when the school when the school start publishing their student work and their show reels and stuff, mm. you will know that is the kind of work that is coming out from a fresher in a different part of the world. Mm. And it is very likely he is your competitor for the same job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody can deny that they want to work in one of the top five studios in the world. Yeah. So. If you are applying for a job in Disney or Pixar or Dynek, he is mm-hmm. also going to apply for the same job. Mm. So, so you can use that as a measure to how to upskill yourself. Yep. You can see different storytelling techniques. You can learn from other student reels. Mm. Similarly. Uh, you have a lot of amazing uh, channels like uh, Mike Hermes. You have Hugo's Desk. Mm. You have uh, Keep Calm. I'm in VFX. Yeah. I'm. I'm so happy. I'm. I'm working along with Ludo. Oh, Ludo! <laughs> Who's yeah. running Keep Calm? I'm in Let's VFX. Let's keep. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's amazing. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Those mad Keep Calm. I'm in VFX. I used to and, see that. Uh, and Alan Mackay. Yeah. Uh, You have a lot of webinars coming out from uh, Escape Studios. Hmm. Yeah. Follows him. You have uh, you have the GDC channel, the Game Developers Conference. They hmm. do a lot of uh, gaming related vi- videos. Yeah. You have the ACM Seagraph channel. You have places like uh, Boost FX. Uh, you have uh, the Art of Aaron Blaze. Hmm. Or you, you follows his website also Creature Art Teacher. Do you follow film, filmmaker IQ? Oh yes, filmmaker. I follow filmmaker IQ. Mm-hmm. I follow Noman. I follow uh, No Film School. Mm-hmm. I follow. I follow like a gazillion channels. <laughs> Things and even you know you have lots of resources like uh, Love Life Drawing. Yeah. Uh, you have Made Games with Katie. That's a relatively new channel that started a couple of months ago. Okay. For for Unreal Engine. Hmm. You have Blender Guru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have fl- you have Flip Normals. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Nine Between who who did some amazing uh, tutorials for Houdini. Oh, okay, cool. There are, there are lots of channels, and of course, I'm talking to one right now. <laughs> Let's not forget that guy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> use we we have to use these resources. Yeah, it's all about sharing knowledge. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Today, if you look at, uh, let's say, a VFX breakdown published by a big studio, hmm. for all you know, you might have gone to the theater, you might have seen the movie, thinking hmm. a particular segment of it was live action. Yeah. Then you will look at the VFX breakdown, and you will have a face palm moment. It happened. God, was that VFX? Yeah. It happened many times. <laughs> yeah, it happened so many, many times. Yeah. So, it is definitely good to see what people are doing. Yeah. And always think about it in circles. 
what is happening locally in your state or city mm-hmm. what is happening in your country what is happening in the rest of the world yeah because the first inner circles are the circles that are more accessible to you tomorrow if you want to go apply for a job in a company or if you go, want to go work for a company abroad it is very likely that they are going to ask for experience or they are going to ask for some level of qualification because a company that is getting you a visa has to first prove to its government that no internal candidate who applied for the same job was qualified enough for this mm, yeah so there is always going to be a greater success rate with the local market mm. so don't just confine yourself to looking at markets abroad look mm. at your local markets also see what kind of work is happening mm-hmm. got it and all the studios have their own pages they publish videos very regularly yeah 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 and even i mean coming from an indian perspective you have a lot of events in india you have uh, mipcom you have the gafex happening you, and and honestly in 2020 Everything most conferences have gone virtual online everything yeah. is on demand i don't know how many of you got a chance to attend the virtual edition of the lightbox expo mm mm-hmm. the the lightbox expo was amazing for anybody who wanted to get into 2d animation storyboarding or anything on that side character designs and all that yeah the registration for that conference was 1 dollar <laughs> people are concentrating on tiktok ban and all these things <laughs> don't have time for gaining information or gaining knowledge from all these conferences and all like i mean i i'm not going to say any information is bad information of course people should spend yeah, some time it's, learning it's, all these it's, things it's good it's good to have a good mix of things yeah i mean if i had been only concentrating on animation and vfx i wouldn't start writing my book now hmm so this i mean this question even i am waiting for your answer so any general tips or tricks to be successful in career and work there are some very very simple things which i am sure all of you would have heard a gazillion times from a lot of people yeah always keep learning you have to be on the top of your game at all times you mm-hmm. cannot afford to stop learning or stop upgrading yourself hmm you need to keep upgrading yourself constantly second you can never afford to lose passion mm-hmm. just think of it from this angle today you are looking at a joke in uh, a toy story or a how to train your dragon and you are laughing out loud sitting in the theater <laughs> imagine that the writer of that joke wrote it four years ago <laughs> Imagine what level of confidence he should have on himself to believe that that joke would be relevant after 4 oh, years yes. when it comes to the screen. Correct. And third be willing to share your knowledge. Because the more you share your knowledge, the more you will get. Fourth There's always something to learn from everybody. 
रिमेम्बर दैट टूडे आई विल प्राउडली से दट मई स्टूडेंट एंड आई एंटर्ड इन द सेम कॉम्पिटिशन एंड ही वन I will say this proudly today. I am happy my student is more skilled than I am. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what we are all aiming yeah, for? Of course. <laughs> And again, maintain a good work-life balance because it is very easy to get a burnout. Of course. If you burn out, then that's almost the end of the road for you. Hmm. and getting to the habit of taking feedback at its face value feedback is not personal <laughs> no supervisor or no teacher has anything personal against you when they are giving you a feedback yeah both of you want the same thing you want that shot or that project to become better hmm So remember that. Cool. And this is probably the most important tip. I'll say yeah. I'll have a tip or trick or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. <laughs> Learn to have fun. Yeah. If it is not fun, it is not worth it. Got it. I mean today there is enough and more stress causing factors around you hmm. instead of you adding to that list on your own <laughs> yeah don't don't start piling on stress on yourself hmm. have fun i mean you, you quite honestly you you are go, you are in an industry you you are getting paid for something that other people turn to for entertainment mm. <laughs> yeah how much more fun can it be it can be <laughs> dude you 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 play video games i make them yeah <laughs> you watch a cartoon i make them yeah <laughs> i mean if if you stop having fun If you stop laughing, mm-hmm. that laugh for all, for all you know, that laugh can be at yourself. Mm. You can laugh at yourself. Mm. You might have seen, uh, 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 you know, advice from uh, top animators who say if you have to get facial animation done properly, have a mirror or a webcam mm-hmm. in front of you and do those expressions. <laughs> yeah. Craziness and weirdness are built-in factors for us. Mm. Embrace it, live with it, and enjoy it. Yeah, that is the way to be successful in any ca- in especially this career, but in any career also. <laughs> Amazing, beautiful. Like I've got a lot of insights. Not only these tips and tricks, and also a lot of things. So I just want to know, Anytime. like, what's your dream or ambition? Ambition with your career? I know you are successful with your career, so I just want to know what's next. Success is very subjective, Manoj. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right at the beginning of this talk, I told you I wear a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. So 
each hat sits on a head that has its own dream yeah every time i wear a new hat i get a new dream <laughs> i mean on on one side the educator in me or the academic in me wants to create a platform for free animation vfx education mm-hmm. that can that can be delivered at the global standards mm. totally accessible free of cost for everybody wow that is a long time dream for me yeah another hat when i wear the filmmaker hat my dream is to direct an animated feature yeah to make an animated feature super you know when i when i wear the writing hat i want to write a bestseller <laughs> so every every time every hat new hat i wear i get new dream new dream but but jokes apart you you look at something what finland has done very successfully mm-hmm. the finnish education system is among yeah. the is almost the best in the world yeah even i heard about like the finland education things you you go talk to the teachers in finland they'll tell you this we don't be, they say they'll say we don't believe in people choosing a residential area based on the school hmm if somebody asked some a person what is the best school around here or what is the best school in that area they'll say the whatever is the closest to you that is the best Amazing. that confidence comes only when there is standardization of that education yeah. and when that standard is so high Hmm. That people do not feel the need to differentiate. Yeah. And in so many countries, education is free. Yeah. So what? Th- there has to be a day, and if I can contribute to it in any way, I'd be most happy to. <laughs> there has to be a day where. we realize this dream of a free platform for animation vfx and film education hmm. that, that is something that is uh, very close to my heart i hope to see that come alive someday yeah. and hope to be a part of that change yeah if any help i would do like i could do i will be happy to do that I'll, because i'll take all YouTube the help channel, i can get yeah my to, my youtube channel is an example for that because i have never earned a single dollar from that but i'm doing that for absolutely years, so <laughs> see that that's exactly what i'm saying yeah i'll take all the help i can get we need people with the same mindset like yourself yeah <laughs> got it so like but uh, it will yeah. happen so Something. yeah <laughs> i wish you all the best for that <laughs> thanks so we have like shared a lot of things through this podcast so i am really happy to have you here so i My would like to hear some comments about madlux cfx and about myself too so i will be more than happy and i will be like okay so <laughs> you understand what i am telling <laughs> yeah see from the bottom of my heart manoj i sincerely applaud you for the kind of work you have been doing yeah, because you, you can give me some like if if there is anything needs to be improved you can give that also as an advice 
see i will never say improve this and improve that mm-hmm. because because i firmly believe that all of us should at all times be performing to the best of our abilities mm-hmm. and i wholeheartedly believe you are <laughs> thank you so much see that is something i want i believe in my students also see that is that is why even if somebody comes and ask me for any opinion on their reels or videos i, I send feedback for 3 pages 4 pages <laughs> and and several times i have lost people like that also they don't come back to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but i'll tell you this the kind of work that you have been doing you know hunting people all over the world mm. and getting their thoughts mm. sharing this with your viewers mm. I, i don't know from i have been seeing all your videos in fact a couple of my students have also given their interviews for you i'm so happy about that <laughs> cool so that that you need that kind of energy flowing in this industry yeah and you are taking the time apart from your regular employment yeah. you are doing this uh, as a passion project is what i'll call it of course so there is no right or wrong way for a passion hmm if i can be of any help in expanding your network connecting to uh, artists or supervisors anywhere mm-hmm. and thought leaders anywhere i'll be glad to because people need as much information as they can get yeah. any information that comes their way there is a lot of scope for consu- content consumption here of course keep doing this keep doing all of this <laughs> thank you so much because even <laughs> i know like how much hard work i'm doing for doing contents regularly because we have like you know in visual effects how we works how many hours yeah. we works so <laughs> with going i mean uh, to the work and also doing all this contents it's very tough but sometimes all these words gives me motivation to do more, much more so yeah you will ha- you will have my thumbs up all the time keep doing this <laughs> thank you so much so i think we can conclude this podcast here and sure uh, you have any final comments or anything to tell the only thing i always say if any of you think i can be of any service yeah in anything whether it is just looking at your work or giving you some guidance mm. on where next yeah hit us up i will add your and link in the description never lose your passion of course just keep doing it <laughs> thank you so much anand so we will conclude here thank you guys thank you for sure. joining with us thank you guys bye bye stay safe have yeah. fun